You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always as per usual is the goat the the big man himself the the not the legally distinct animal zach batista (laughs) (laughs) zach how you doing my man i'm doing good i liked it this week yeah, yeah, I'm on. I, 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 uh, kind of had them. I had more ready than usual. I, it wasn't as off the cuff this time. <laughs> it's always good to be prepared. That's for sure. Yeah. So you're <sighs> not. You're not. Sorry, you can't be the animal because that's copyrighted, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could well, be. You could be the creature. <laughs> the creature. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <sighs> All so, right, uh, six, six, six. I, how pumped are you that it's finally hitting spring slash summer weather finally? Uh, I don't care for summer weather that much. I'd prefer it to stay spring forever. Spring, I like if if I ideally, I would just go spring, fall, spring, fall, spring, fall, and that's it. Like uh, win, yeah. like win, winter and summer can go fuck themselves for the all I care. The extreme ones are just like awful. Winter and yeah, winter and summer can get bent, <laughs> but like. <laughs> Give me spring Ugh. and fall all the time. Like, like yeah. my, like, I don't want to have, like, I hate winter because I hate wearing a ton of jackets because I sweat very easily. So when I wear a jacket and then I go to take it off when I get into the place, I'm already gross, which I uh, hate. Preach. My hands sweat like gnome tomorrow and so do my feet. Yeah, it's I I already really hate off-putting. it. Summer is the same thing. It's just that no matter what I'm wearing, I sweat anyway because it's so <laughs> fucking hot. It's just inevitable. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like uh like winter I got like I pref- like I prefer to be cold rather than hot so I like winter more than summer but if I had the option they can both get the heck out if, and I would just stick with like give me like 40 degrees to like 65 degrees all the time and I'm happy like <laughs> fair enough fair enough good medium or like or like like top 75 once it gets yeah. past seventy five, is what I'm like. Nope, I'm done. That's too hot. Reject. Reject yep. the heat. Like seventy five is my max temperature that I can enjoy, and like I think like forty is the lowest I can get without with with being okay with it. Hmm, that makes sense. Oh, I've got some pretty good matches this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. What about what about you? What would you do? Would you are you excited for? The, you, you asked me if I was excited for the summer spring weather. Are you excited for the summer spring weather? I love all the months. I'm more of a fall is definitely the goat season for me. Yeah, all uh, right. A but man, if I were a to man say, after my own heart, fall is exa- absolutely fall the goat is the best. Season. Easily, I like summer and winter at times. It's just there are factors in them that get me. Like for instance, I like spring. Spring is pretty good. The thing I like about summer is like it's hot. I get to wear my tank tops and my sandals, and I don't have to. Sun's out, guns out. All of it, exactly. I got a tank top on right now. Except for when New Jersey decides it wants to be fucking humid, and then it feels like I'm swimming through the air. That's uncomfortable and gross. And in the winter, it's like, oh, I like it when it's nice and chilly. I don't mind the the cold too much. When it becomes windy and the cold is physically fighting me when I'm outside, that's when I'm like, all right, winter, you can leave now. I'm yep. I'm done with you now. We're, we're, this relationship's done. Oh, I I I am all for winter, and then the the second I have to shovel my sidewalk, oh, I am immediately I was like, all right, winter, you can get fucked. Get the out snow of here. Is also You're done. I'm over it. It's not fun waking Shoveling. up. At- 8 a.m. and having to shuffle out your driveway so you can fucking leave. It's like, like for me, it's like I look out the window and like. For, like, maybe, like, a minute, my brain is like, oh, look at the pretty snow. And then I'm like, 
And then it immediately switches to, oh, I have to shovel that. Yep, <laughs> like, yep, exactly. That moment when you're either, I don't know, you, you my parents are like, all right, go to shovel that. I'll be out in a second. I'll be I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's like, it's like basically, like my like my dad like wakes up mad early he, to get to shoveling too. He like yep. wakes up at like seven and he like bangs on my door. He's like, all right, time to shovel. I'm like, get this shit over with. <laughs> yeah, Fuck this stupid like, snow. oh, okay, I'm dying. <sighs> <laughs> I was I was I was up to like two in the morning playing video games last night. Uh why? <laughs> uh anyway. <laughs> how are you feeling about your matches this week? I think I got some good pretty, ones. Pretty pretty good. I have one that I'm I was very pleased with and one that I was like, alright, that was pretty good. Yeah, Fun. yeah, same here. I'm in the same boat. I got some I got some pretty decent ones, I think. One surprised me, I will say. Ooh. Uh one one surprised me and the other lived up to expectations. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I wonder if those are good or bad expectations. Let's find out. Let's find out. Who went first last week? Ah, uh, let me think, let me think, let me think, think, think. Let's see, I gave you that. I believe that I went first last week. Alright, so what? I that means I will kick us off. Right. Uh, I'm gonna kick us, uh, you know what, let's just get right into it. I'm gonna kick us off with the, the match that kind of, uh, that, that, that exceeded my expectations here. Okay. We got... We got a mat, uh, match from Eve, Riot Girls Wrestling. Good promotion uh, already. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Heidi Katrina. The I, I believe it was uh, the English Amazon is her her nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it on Mercedes Blaze. Oh, Mercedes. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This was a solid match. Uh, <laughs> the beginning is so funny because Katrina is, like, playing to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then Mercedes Blaze comes up behind her and like hits an elbow on her at the back of her head, <laughs> and Katrina just no sells it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, she, she no sells. She just no sells it. Turns around like stone faced, and then Blaze just keeps hitting her with elbows. And I'm just gonna quote the commentator on this one: Katrina is selling the strikes less than selling the strikes less than Blockbuster. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he was like, he was like, Katrina is selling less than Blockbuster right now. (laughs) God bless that commentator for the Blockbuster reference. So good. Uh, After these fruitless elbows, uh, Blaze goes to like, Blaze is pissed, so she goes to to run the ropes to hit like a big clothesline. But as she does, Katrina just absolutely knocks her back across the ring with a drop kick. Ooh. Yeah. uh, And Blaze just like gets the hell out of Dodge, and she's like, I need a timeout. I need to spend a break. <laughs> when the face no sells your hold offense on. and you get kicked out of the ring. Mm-hmm. She's like, hold on, this sucks. <laughs> this is ass. I need a I need a restart. Refresh the match. Mm-hmm. Uh but then Blaze ends up goading Katrina out onto the apron. Uh Katrina goes for a kick. Blaze catches her foot. Uh she catches her foot, jumps off of the the apron and like rips her foot down and she just sl- and Katrina slams face first into the apron. Ooh. So Blaze gets some momentum back with that. Uh, she hits a big underhook suplex on Katrina. Uh, there's just what they're they're going back and forth in the ring, trading elbows. Uh, and Katrina just rocks, just absolutely rocks Blaze with it with one of, with one of her shots. Ooh. Uh, it was so rough. Uh, she rocks her with one of her shots, and while uh, Blaze is like out on her feet. She trips her up and she hits the swing like Cesaro does. Oh, nice. To Blaze. Uh, swings her around. Uh, and then after the swing, uh, Blaze rolls out to the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like trying to try to get her get her uh, her brain back together, I yeah. guess. And then uh, she's on the apron. Katrina meets her there, hits her with a headbutt, mm-hmm. uh, which knocks blaze for a loop blaze like is ends up like laying on the like laying across the second rope mm-hmm. like stomach down gotcha and katrina just runs up to the top rope and just hits a huge guillotine leg drop i always like that the way that this move looks every time anyone does it because they just like flop off the rope or just get spiked into the mat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh blaze ends up kicking out of that though she ends up getting her foot on the rope because you know it was right by the ropes of course yeah uh so gets out of that one uh then Blaze Blaze ends up going for like she gets back up, she fights back to her feet, ends up going for a cross body. Uh, mm-hmm. Katrina catches her, hits her with a big fallaway slam, just tosses her across the ring. Ooh! But then out, literally out of nowhere, she hits this fallaway slam, 
mm-hmm. and Katrina's like kind of like hyping up the crowd a little bit, she turns around and Blaze just like cuts her in half with a spear. Ooh. Blaze just nails her with a spear. Uh, she goes for the pin, but uh, Katrina does end up kicking out, even though it was a pretty nice spear. Uh, they end up fighting back to their feet again. Then Katrina hits a uh, Katrina hits a stunner on Blaze. Uh, mm-hmm. Then after she hits the stunner, she goes up to the top rope, hits a leg drop from the top rope, and gets the one, two, three on Mercedes Blaze. So in the end, Heidi Katrina ends up taking this one home. Nice. Sounds like a good match. Yeah, this one, like I said, this one definitely exceeded my expectations. I was I was ready to go into this like be like, oh, I'm sure this is fine, but like I was I was impressed, you know. These two, mm. these two put on a, a definitely a solid match, and I was def- I was into it. It was a little short; it was only like ten minutes, but hey, it was still still decent. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a high meh. High meh, nice. Mm-hmm. I was ready to give this one a low meh or a meh. I was like going in, going in with like completely whatever expectations. I see we've seen Mercedes Blaze on this show before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew she was decent. Uh, I think we've seen Heidi Katrina. The name sounds familiar. Heidi Katrina. I don't know for a fact, though, if we've ever had a Heidi Katrina match, but I, the name does sound familiar to me. The name sounds familiar, but I don't... I can't but, recall if we've had a match yeah, first. but this match was good. I'm giving it the high meh. Didn't cross that markout threshold, uh, but mm-hmm. these ladies definitely impressed me. Nice. It's good mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. All right, so what's your first match of the week? Uh, Let's go with my women's match that I decided to pick. Okay. So I decided to go for Dream Girl Ellie versus Charlie Cruel at Flawless Women's Wrestling. Flawless Women's Wrestling, cool. Yes, good sounding name. What is your process? Wait, I like. What is your process when you go through finding these random promotions I've never heard of? <laughs> um, so basically, the way it goes is that I go into when I go to my search, I'm like, all right, I want to find a match with X wrestler, but if I can't find a match with X wrestler. I then find another wrestler from the like something related to them, or maybe like something a match they did with another wrestler, and I go from there. And then when I get to the matches, I typically try to look for a match that is like kind of high in views, but like not like low, too low. And usually the matches that are like in the thousands or like the hundreds are usually where you get these types of promotions where it's like I've never heard of this promotion. I also try to avoid like actively avoid picking beyond all the time like it's just an example of like a promotion i know will be good i try to like look for other smaller not really well-known promotions you know Mm -hmm. yeah okay i like it and then i find this match okay hit me so this the best way i can describe this match starts off with okay i have to describe how they look so dream girl ellie is got like this bright yellow like outfit on she's an at she's a, an athlete i can tell just from the way that she it looks she's blonde she's like you know fine then you get to charlie cruel who's got like like an all black dress on she's got like black makeup on her face but she's like kind of like a child if i were to describe it she gives me harley quinn vibes is a good way i could put it mm-hmm. so like the ref at the start you know wants to check each each wrestler's gear before they start to make sure you know no one has anything like fat like any weapons on them you know makes sense so the ref says, give me your legs so I can look through your boots. And Charlie's like, no, I want to play hide-and-seek. Ref doing so, what the ref does. And the ref is arguing with her, and so she's like, fine, I'll play hide-and-seek. And she, like, you know, jumps out of the ring, goes under the ring for, like, a second. I want to play hide-and-seek. The ref finds her, and she's like, oh, you found me. So she jumps back into the ring. She finally checks her gear. She checks the other... She checks Ellie's gear, who's at this point kind of like, all right, come on. This took, like, an extra minute longer than it should have. This should have taken, like, two seconds, but okay. Fair. So Charlie walks up to Ellie and says, Hi, my name's Charlie. And he's like, What's your name? And Ellie just gives her this look that's just just unamused the best way I wrote it here. Just like, nah, this is what the fuck? <laughs> so the two finally start to wrestle by Irish whipping each other, and then they like do the they start like dropping to the floor and their opponent then like jumps over the other one mm-hmm. back and forth until Ellie finally hits uh Charlie with a drop kick and then a nasty looking spear in the corner, which Charlie sells really well. Like, it sounds like the air just got expunged from her system. Oi. So, Ellie continues to get her offense in on Charlie, but Charlie eventually gets out of it and then loudly announces that she wants to play patty cake. Mm-hmm. And she starts to clap and chant patty cake, and the crowd's into it. They're like, patty cake. And, like, Ellie's got this thing where. She's got her fist up, like, she's like, I want to punch you, but she's got her hand out to play Patty King. She's like, I don't know what I want to do here. Like, what the... I really want to punch you so bad. But Patty Cake. (laughs) And then, as she's about to, like, consider, like, you know, doing it, 
fucking Charlie just kind of snaps for a second and she boots Ellie in the gut and then uses her hair to yank her to the mat. Mm-hmm. She then beats Ellie on the ground, gets her in an arm bar, and then yanks her hair back as she, like, wrings her arm. And then she goes back to just being nice Ellie all of a sudden. Uh, uh, Charlie again. <laughs> okay. Like, Ellie tries to fight back, but Charlie maintains her control and her offense on Ellie in the corner. She grinds her foot into her face. The ref starts counting. And when Ellie, uh, when Charlie stops attacking Ellie, Charlie loudly claims that she can count too. And she goes, one, two. And then she stops and goes, what comes after two? <laughs> and the ref, and she asks the crowd, and the ref eventually say, it's three. Th- three comes after two. And she's like, oh. And then she tells the ref, oh. Uh, move out of the way for a second. And the ref's like, size up's like, okay. And then she bounces off the ropes and hits two running knees through Ellie's face and then a double knee to her face. Damn. Charlie just grinds Ellie down for a bit. But after a failed pinfall, Charlie locks in my favorite looking move of the match where she ties Ellie's legs up in an Indian death lock. And then she bridges her backpack in an arch so that her head is right next to Ellie's head. I love this move. Zack Sabre Jr. does it if you've seen him do it. It's just a great looking move in my opinion. Yeah, Ellie does get out of this though by uh, so it's because Charlie's face is so close to her. She locks in a chin lock, so Charlie's got to let go, and then she mounts her comeback with a jawbreaker, some kicks, and then a chop to the chest. She goes to the top, but Charlie tries to stop her, and Ellie fights her off, and then hits her with a face buster from the top rope. Okay, Charlie is then face able to take buster it from the top me. rope. You just said that so casually. <laughs> yeah, if I recall correctly, it looked pretty good. Face busters, I always feel like are like this weird territory of like they either look fantastic and I love it, or they look not the best. This, unfortunately, was in the latter. Or, or the, the former? I don't know. <laughs> so, El- Charlie takes control with a stiff-sounding kick to Ellie's head. Which I remember thinking, being going, ooh, that's, that was a good-ass strike, okay. But Ellie kicks out at two when Charlie tries to cover her, and then she's arguing with the ref about the count, right? Mm-hmm. You know how I said she couldn't count to three? It happens yeah. again, where she's like, no! Great. It's supposed to be one... Two, and the ref's like looking at her. She's got the. She's putting her three fingers. Like it's three. It's it wasn't a three count, but it's three. And Charlie's like, oh yeah, it's three. And <laughs> once she figures out the finish, it actually the the um the it's three. It actually leads into the finish where she picks Ellie up and goes for some underhook move that I assume was her finish. She said that playtime's over, I think, or something like that. But Ellie gets out of it and hits a bridging German suplex for the win. The bridge, by the way, on this looked fantastic. Like, this was some Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair figure eight shit. Where I was like, damn, that looked great. Okay. Uh, This match was fine. The wrestling was pretty good at times, but there were definitely some awkward spots here and there that I kind of glossed over. Uh, I liked Charlie's commitment to her character a lot. Like, she really owned it, and it added some entertainment value to what normally would be like just a a heel grinding down a face, which I guess is the point of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this match probably a low meh. Okay. It's fine. I, I didn't love it as much. Like, like I said, like there were like Charlie's character work was probably my favorite part of the whole match. Mm-hmm. And I came out of it going like, that was pretty good. Nice. It's fine. Nice. Yeah. It, 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 it did. It did seem very character heavy. Yeah. Very much so. Like there were, there were bits here. Where I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I'm like, this is pretty good. I'm like, there are some definitely, you could definitely get some entertainment from this if you're into this type of, like, super character work heavy matches. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. So, I believe next you said is the match that delivered, right? Next would be the match that delivered, which is a match from where else but my favorite uh, go-to on this show. Uh. (laughs) Beyond Wrestling. Yep. Uh, I... I won't go on the record before you go into this. It is so hard to find a match sometimes that's not Beyond Wrestling because Beyond Wrestling has so many good matches that pop up on YouTube searches. Yeah. And I'm just like, stop with your quality, man. I need to find like the, the hidden stuff. Whenever Shit. whenever I'm whenever I'm stuck, it's it, Beyond Wrestling is the, the definitely the go to. It's literally like the SpongeBob meme where it's like all reliable. Like you just whip open and you're like Beyond Wrestling. Exactly. So this match is Beyond from Beyond Wrestling. We have uh Small, strong boy, John Silver. Oh, my boy. Let's fucking go. <laughs> the, the, what, what, what was his thing? It's like small, like thick, some, oh, something and on. thick. I care about, right? There was something I care about. There is. is. I remember this because when I did the Jordan Grace match with him, it was Thick Mama Pump versus the nickname that he had. Hold on. I, I can literally find this in two seconds. Continue. It. I'll find it. Please do. Cause, uh, so it's John Silver 
uh, take it on Chris Hero. Ooh. So, uh, uh, sh- uh, two, two, bo- two, two very big boys, but big in different ways. Yeah, like, Hero's, like, got, like, the size advantage, but Silver's is kind of like, you just took all the muscle from Hero and just condensed it. Hero is, like, physically big, like, tall and big. Silver mm-hmm. is, like, wide. <laughs> like Ah, I remember now. His nickname was the Meat Man. The Meat Man, yeah. Fucking love that nickname. <laughs> He's he. It's like it's like short, wide, big. Like it's like two different kinds of big in this ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this one has a pretty slow start. Uh, it's mostly these two kind of getting in each other's faces. Like a lot of flexing, I assume, from Silver. Yeah, yeah what they do, they like 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 Silver. Silver gets uh, Hero and like a, a submission hold. Hero like runs him into the corner. And he turns around, he, like, pets Silver on the head, and he's like, good try, buddy. Oh, uh, my And backs gosh. up. And then Hero gets Silver into a submission hold. Silver uh, backs him into the corner. Silver gets out of it, pets Chris Hero on the head, and he's like, gotcha. You know? <sighs> like, gives it right back to him. They're just, like, back and forth with this. Oh, my God. But then the match kind of starts taking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's one point where Hero tries to hit a shoulder block on John Silver. Mm-hmm. And John Silver doesn't budge. <laughs> and then Hero goes for another one. Silver doesn't budge. Hero goes for a third one where he bounces. He like bounces off the ropes. Bounces off the ropes. He gets like more than just one bounce. Mm-hmm. Hits Silver. Silver gets knocked back a little bit, but does not go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Hero, of course, is like, you know what? You 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 do it to me. So it was like, you want me to do it to you? And he's like, yeah, hit me. And Silver's like, okay. Uh. <laughs> So Sil- Silver goes to bounce off the ropes, but of course uh, Hero is about to play dirty, and he mm-hmm. goes for like a pump kick. But yeah. Silver kind of so- like had like the soul read and like caught himself on the ropes. Oh, <laughs> he had the soul read, caught himself on the ropes, runs up to Hero, hits him with like chops and elbows, Ooh. and knocks knocks Hero like back a little bit. Then he bounces. Then he runs hit. Uh, run. He runs the ropes and he hits a a leaping shoulder block that just knocks Chris oh Hero off his feet. My God! Just this small, this small, like, like giant beefy man just flying through the air like a missile to it's take like out Chris bill. Hero. Yeah, yeah, bullet. He's like a bullet bill <laughs> with like the fists. Like ah, yeah. Oh my God. Uh. So he hits he hits those chops, he hits that leaping that leaping shoulder block, he takes takes Hero down. Uh then he hits he hits Hero with some huge uh some huge kicks while he's on the ground, some huge bows as he stands up. He goes to like do like the hip toss like not the hip toss, but like you know like the arm drag kind of thing, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? He goes to do that to Hero, uh Hero blocks it, shoves shoves Silver off and hits him with a pump kick. Ooh. And just Love take just take game. silver down. Uh, Hero slows down the match a little bit. Does some does some uh, some holds here and there. Just mm-hmm. makes it methodical, you know. Just hits him with yeah. suplexes and just smothering starts... him. Basically, exactly. Yeah, like slowly, just like he's smothering him, hitting him with uh, some big slams here and there when he when he starts try, try, about to get back to his feet. Uh, then uh, there's one point where uh, they're in the corner and Hero just elbows. Just elbow silver and silver just crumbles. <laughs> like this elbow sounds like it just like like knocks silver's jaw loose. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh, then uh, hero goes for a senton, which he he did hit successfully earlier mm-hmm. uh, during that time where he was working silver down. Uh, mm-hmm. But he goes for the senton again, but this time silver gets his knees up mm-hmm. uh, and gets some momentum back. He he like starts pumping himself up. He hits a flying clothesline. Uh, nice. he hits a flying clothesline. He ends up hitting those arm drags and watching Silver throw around Chris Hero is like wild. I can imagine watching like because he's like like I like 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 I said, we all know Silver is w- one of the strongest wrestlers we know. Like mm-hmm. he's huge, but he's like short. So yeah. watching this tiny little man just yeet Chris Silver. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeet Chris Silver. Yeet Chris Hero across the <laughs> ring is like. Insane. It's awesome. Uh, then uh, uh, Hero hits like an elbow and tries to get Silver into a suplex. 
but Silver reverses it, hits a suplex of his own. Uh, it's wild. Like I like I said, I've never seen Chris Hero manhandled like this at a match before. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen him get thrown around. He's usually the one doing the throwing around. Yeah. Uh, Hero. Uh, but that uh, Hero rolls out of the ring. Uh, to get uh, to catch his breath after that that big burst of offense from Silver. Uh, mm-hmm. and while he's out there, Silver goes to beat him. Uh, but when he does, Chris throws, Chris Hero just throws him into the barricade. Hmm. Uh, hits him with a couple of knees on the barricade as well, throws him back in the ring. Uh, Hero rolls back in the ring, kips up. Uh, Silver comes to meet him in there. Uh, Mm -hmm. They go back and forth for a little bit. Hero goes to... uh, He, like, heads towards Silver because he wants to hit that elbow. Yeah. But Silver trips him, and he, like, lands on the the second rope, like, 619 style. Mm -hmm. And Silver sees this opportunity, like, runs the ropes, hits a pump kick to the back of Hero's head, and then, oh. and then while Hero is knocked out on the second rope, Silver just locks his arms around his waist and just rips him over for a German. My god. Silver is so strong. He's ridiculously strong. <laughs> it was wild watching him hit a German on Chris Hero. <laughs> but I can man, imagine. Man, it was cool. Uh, then uh, he, uh, he, goes, he, he goes for like that German pin, you know, one to like bridged over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silver kicks out. Uh, no, Hero kicks out. Oh my god, I don't know how I'm getting them mixed up. Hero kicks out. Uh, <laughs> then Silver runs the ropes again. He goes for like a. It looks like he's going for like a like a tilt a whirl slam or a tilt a whirl DDT or something. Mm-hmm. But while he's going around, Chris Hero just like locks his arms around uh, Silver's like whole body while he's upside down and just hits him with a tombstone. Oh. Uh, my god. Goes for the pin. Silver kicks out again. Uh. Then Silver get uh, Hero gets Silver up, goes for his uh, death by elbow, mm-hmm. uh, loads it up. Silver like blocks it with his arms and like mm-hmm. shoves him back and just hits a huge discus lariat, Ooh. taking Hero to the ground. Uh, Hero Hero fights back to his feet, hits the death by elbow, uh, knocks Silver to his knees, hits it again while he's on his knees. Uh, then he goes to lift Silver up for a pile driver, but then Silver gets momentum. He grabs uh, Hero's legs, trips him up, and you know Ooh. that you know that pin where like you like have him by the legs and then you flip like over them and you're like oh, jackknife. Yeah, the jackknife where like they're back, like they're back, like laying on top of them and they have their legs like that behind their head. Mm-hmm. He hits them with that, gets the one, two, three, and John Ooh. Silver beats Chris Hero. Ooh. Sounds like a fucking great match. This match was awesome. I loved it. These two, I I love matches where two guys just just uh, destroy each other. You know, mm-hmm. like like my two favorite kinds of matches is crazy lucha shit, like we've established last week, mm-hmm. and also I love just a brawl where people just punch each other or kick each other or elbow each other. <laughs> slam each other until one just is down, you know? Yeah. Just two guys just slugging it out is another... Exactly. One of my favorite kinds of matches. So I love this one. I give it a mark out. I liked it a lot. Damn. Uh, John Silver and Chris Hero absolutely killed it. Good shit. Yeah. Yeah, this match was cool. Nice. Part of of me wanted a more, like, definitive ending, but then there's another part of me that was like, yeah, John Silver won! You know, like, I I didn't care. I didn't care. Uh, so let's get into your second match of the week. Okay. I decided to throw back to a promotion I haven't reviewed on this show in quite some time. I went back to Limitless Wrestling. Limitless Wrestling. Nice. It's been a minute since I've been here, and I came here for one individual in particular. It's one of my earlier finds, and I was very pleased to see that he was still doing well, and that would be Alec Price. I found a match with him going against TJ Crawford, a wrestler I've never heard of before. Okay, okay. So, this match starts off really disrespectful and aggressive. Alright, like, like, like how? These two, like, so, if you know anything about Alec Price, he is the prize city fighter, right? Okay. Well, Crawford is from the Windy City of Chicago. So, during their entry, as the announcers announce them, they are just shit-talking each other so much. Okay, it's good. Just I, it's hilarious to me. Like they're like it's like the prize is like, yeah, no, you ain't no city like you ain't you ain't shit. He's like oh, and it's just they're just talking mad shit. You ain't shit, you ain't nothing. 
And then the moment the match starts, they get into a collar and elbow tie-up, and they just bring, they just rip each other from corner to corner. Like, they just refuse to let go. It's like watching two male deers just lock horns and refuse to let go. Nice. When they do finally let go, Crawford delivers a few stiff kicks to the legs of Price, which... God damn, this guy's got some fucking awesome strikes. Okay. Price then eventually though grabs Crawford's leg and Crawford cradles him into a two count and he stays control after in control after this with a stiff punch and drop kick that forces Price to retreat to the outside. Sick. Crawford then tries to flex on Price by baiting a suicide dive. Like he runs towards like he's going to jump onto Price, but then he does a springboard handspring backflip onto his feet. And mm-hmm. as he's like posing he's like yeah price as he's flipping backwards runs into the ring and as crawford looks like gets up onto his feet he gets decked with a lariat oh price then takes control get back down (laughs) from the (laughs) he then stiffly beats him on the mat drapes his neck over the second rope before slamming his leg into the back of his head he then hits a swinging backbreaker after this and price just grinds crawford into the mat he really and into the corner then, too. He really punishes him for beating his ass at the beginning of this match. Price then props him up in the corner and hits a meaty chop to his chest, followed by a few jumping strikes of his own. We then get to probably my favorite spot of the match, which is after Crawford throws Price onto the apron when he gets out of the corner. Mm-hmm. So Price goes to kick Crawford through the space between the top and bottom turnbuckle because Crawford's on the other side of the, of the turnbuckle on the apron, too, right? Mm-hmm. But Crawford catches his leg, flips him around so that now he's staring away from him and he's on the apron, all right? Still with me here? Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm with you here. I'm with you He here. then stiffly I, I, I'm, forms... I'm, I'm the... losing you a little bit, but it's, right. I'm getting so there. he's standing on the apron with his back turned to Crawford, and he's like... The turnbuckle is basically the only thing separating them, right? Mm-hmm. He forearms Price in the back of the of, like, the neck, kind of. Got it. Price falls, slumps forward for a second, and then ends up falling so he's now sitting on the apron mm-hmm. and then Crawford jumps over the apron and mid jumping over or not over the apron he jumps over the top rope and mid jump he just drop kicks him in the back of the neck again and sends him off the apron oh. awesome looking spot rough that sounds brutal mm-hmm. and Price I was trying to like I had like my eyes closed I had like my I was like trying to picture it in my head mm-hmm. I was letting you paint me the picture I did I, I spilled the paint a bit in the middle of that but I think I got the picture <laughs> I, f- I, I got all the way. I made, I fumbled the paint a little bit in the middle there, but we got there. <laughs> it's fine. We got there. It was like a so, Bob Ross happy little accident. Exactly. Happy little accident. So Price <laughs> does get back into the ring eventually, but the moment he gets in, Crawford just is on him. He tries to get him. He then tries to get him on his shoulder, but um, Price wiggles out of it and hits an awesome clubbing forearm to the chest of Crawford. Like he kind of, how do I put this? He gets him in like a, I think it's like a hammerlock. Mm-hmm. But Price wiggles out of it and spins around, and he grabs him by his by like his neck and forearms him in his chest, and then he puts his knee out so that his neck just slams into his knee. <sighs> At this point in the match, you can see Price start to get frustrated through his facial expressions and the fact that he's now yapping like a fox. Yeah, like he's like excuse? it's just like incorp. It's like it's like the uh, like the filthy Frank meme where like it's just like sc- like incorrigible screaming, like just you can't even tell what he's saying. He's just Is yelling. It- Zach, I do have a question, though. Yeah. What does the fox say? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's still oh. relevant. That, that, that has never been less relevant. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. So, after this, Price just is aggressively for Armin Crawford. Like, the fun and games are over. He's, like, just straight slugging him in the face when he's on the ground. Mm-hmm. And this leads into him hitting a snapmare and then a chin lock on Crawford. Price transitions it into an even deeper chokehold and almost knocks Crawford out. Like, he's got his face literally grinded into the mat. And mm-hmm. the rep does the um, the hand thing where he goes one, two, and at the very last second, he holds his hand up and he has the will to keep going thanks to the crowd. I love that. And as a where, result... Where they, gets, like, pick it up, drop yep. it, pick it up, drop it, pick it up, and then they're like, they're like ah! Exactly. Yeah. He powers up. <laughs> My favorite. He muscles his way out of it. The two then get into a strike-off. They go back and forth for a bit until they get near the corner, and Crawford throws Price into it and just explodes with a with multiple strikes and chops to Price's chest, which looks about as red as a tomato now after all this. <sighs> he then lifts Price up onto the top turnbuckle, only to then just to be like, you know what, I'm not going to be good at suplexing. I'm just going to drop kick, and he just drop kicks him in the face, which just sends him to the outside. 
Mm-hmm. And as Price is crawling away, Crawford then jumps to the top rope himself, and it's a huge flying clothesline off the turn off the top rope to the outside onto Price, but he hurts his leg in the process when he lands cool. on it. Yikes. They get back in the ring, and Crawford stays in control with strikes, a huge arm drag, and a kick to the head, and then a brain buster. Nice. And after this only gets him a two count, Crawford actually just kicks the shit out of Price while he's on his knees. Okay. But on his last kick, he does, like, the Undertaker finger across the like like, he's dead. This is done. And then he mm-hmm. just kicks Price in the head. Ooh. Crawford then puts picks up Price in a fireman's carry, tosses him up. But as he's in the air, Price actually turns it into a leg drop. Oh, yeah? Looks awesome. Not what I expected to hear. Then Price screams, surprise! And then he goes for the surprise (laughs) kick, which is kind of like uh, Swerve's um, house call. Okay. Like the run-up kick to the back of the head. Mm -hmm. But Crawford just ends the gearies him from the floor and hits him with a... I believe it's a... I think it's an exploder suplex. The more they have them locked in a... What's the word here? It's a full Nelson, and then they, ex- they suplex him. I believe it's an exploder suplex, but it might be a oh, suplex. the 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 snap this like the one ke- like Omega does. Yeah, that the, one. The, the snap su- the snap suplex. Yeah, snap suplex. So many suplexes, and I was just like sitting there. I'm like, what is the name of this? Yeah, the snap Which, suplex. By the way, folds price like a lawn chair. Like uh-huh. he literally flips inside out so much that when Crawford goes to pin him and he pushes his legs down, his head actually pops back up and he can't pin him. Oh, okay. Like he folded. <laughs> Congratulations, so, you played yourself. After Price kicks out of this, Crawford drags him to the corner and just stomps a mud hole in him. Okay. But this then leads to the finish where Crawford gets Price to the top rope, goes for a superplex, but Price counters it with a with the grand prize, which is a Spanish fly DDT <laughs> from the top rope, and then he hits the surprise kick to the back of his head for the win. You know, anytime you say Spanish fly, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Looked great. I was actually it, when you think about how this move looks in motion, you think to yourself, "This looks very dangerous," and it is. But it looked awesome in this match. Yes, Price is then gloating in the ring. He's like, "Anyone, I dare anyone to challenge me right now." They come to this ring. This is my fucking ring. I'll teach you that I'm the man of this ring. That that that, that, that can't lead to anything good. <laughs> who and who but challenges him? But one Ace Romero who steps oh, up and calls him out, and it's a callback back to the match because Price is like, "I already beat you twice." You've only beaten me once. You're done. I've already beaten you. You get in this ring, I'll beat your ass a third time. Which calls back because I watched these guys match that he's talking about where he beat Romero. It was a fucking slugfest that I gave a mark at, I think. Nice. I loved this match. I thought this match was great. The strikes were awesome. So you saw the prequel. I did. And I didn't even see the prequel before the prequel where Romero beat Price. (laughs) These strikes were great. I enjoyed each ca- uh, performer's character work and facial expression. I think Price stood out a little bit, but that's because Price sounded like he was running on like 15 pounds of caffeine because he had so much energy in this match. It was ridiculous. Fair enough. Thought the selling was Adre- awesome. Adrenaline does crazy things to a human body. Mm-hmm. Crawford <laughs> sold the leg well, such as in certain points, the match had to take time in between to kick or have like, like have to hit his leg to get himself back into shape. Mm-hmm. I like this match a lot. I have it rated here as a high man. I think I'm going to stick with it for now, but I have okay. this feeling that if I give this to you, you're probably going to give it a mark out, and I won't disagree probably. with you in the slightest. It sounds, it sounds like my awesome. kind of shit. Yeah. I'm so happy to see Alec Price is still wrestling, and he's still as great as when I saw him before. And TJ Crawford impressed me too. Some nice. Good-ass wrestling. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, that's all of our matches this week. Uh, so let's get into the one we both took a look at. And Zach, we have, <laughs> we have discussed some... Some very serious, very serious, uh, very intense wrestling matches on this show. Yes. Uh, yes and, of course, that is only going to continue with the match we both watched. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Oh, so, the match we both watched was from Kaiju Big Battle. <laughs> so, I think this is like, a couple weeks back, I watched a O'Shea Ebers, whose nickname is the Big Bad Kaiju, and Mikey thought that I'd picked one from Kaiju Big Battle, so of course... When it was my turn this week, I was like, I gotta bring it into this. Because I've heard of this, but never seen a match from this. So we watched we watched the match from Kaiju Big Battle. Uh, we watched uh, American Beetle uh, take it on Hell Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who haven't aren't familiar with Kaiju Big Battle, Mikey, would you like to explain to them the concept of Kaiju Big Battle? So, if you're, so yeah, if you don't know what Kaiju Big Battle is, it is a wrestling promotion uh, where people 
where the wrestlers dress up as kaijus, uh, and kaijus are just like the it's like the Japanese word for big scary monster. It's like what Go- it's basically like what Godzilla is, what King Kong is, what Mothra yep. is. Those are kai those are all kaijus. Uh, a kai- so kaiju big battle is the wrestlers basically dress up like their own kaijus. Uh, like I said, we got American Beetle versus Hell Monkey, so it's a guy in a monkey costume. Uh, he's got like weird like he's got like these like light blue like doctor I call them like scrubs in my notes here on his pants. Kind of, like, yeah. He comes to the ring plastered, by the way. Yeah. Like he's fucking drunk. So we got Hell, we got Hell Monkey uh, dressed up like a, it's a guy in a monkey suit, basically. Uh, he's got like, like a, a psych- like a it's bright, like, like a bright red monkey suit. Yeah, got like one eye. He's got like, like I said, bright like light blue doctor scrubs, and then he's accompanied to the ring by <laughs> what I've described here as a posse of psychiatric patients in masks yep. and Bear Ranger. Who I, I looked at these names by the way, who is just basically the Yellow Power Ranger. The legally distinct Yellow Power Ranger. That that is this man's posse. And American Beetle came out by himself. American Beetle uh has He's a big like, beetle shell, a mask with like the big bug eyes, I and like American flag shorts. That he's like if Captain America was combined with Blue Beetle, but it was a bit bootleg. D- that is the best description of that. That could have we. I don't think that that was the best description <laughs> of that you could have possibly said. Thank you. Uh. Anyway, and then they fight in the ring, which has like fake buildings in it. I love the fake buildings. <laughs> so it so looks like it looks much. like they're fighting in a it looks like they're fighting in a city, which is very funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just goofy. Uh, can we the, really quick talk about please tell me talk how about Hell Monkey came out to Smash Bros. Brawl? I think it was Smash Brothers Brawl music. I have it written down as the character like for Melee. Was it Melee? I don't know. It was, it was, was Melee or Brawl. One of the two, but the music in this match was choice. There was that when the match started. Where I was like, I'm like, is this Super yeah, Smash Bros? The, it wasn't just. It wasn't even just entrance music. Like the entrance, like the entrance yeah. music. And there was music through, playing throughout the like, whole match. The other one I've noted that I remembered was when they started fighting. They played the fucking the Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat theme from the movie. I was like, whoever is the DJ of this has great taste in music. <laughs> They played Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they, they, they went, like, and the ref with the music went three, two, one, yeah. fight. And then I was like, oh, I love that theme. Oh my god, yeah. So they played music throughout this whole match, which I liked actually. I I, I don't like when like there's because uh, this match had they had commentary a little bit. You could like hear it like in the background, like. Sometimes those times it was more towards the forefront of it. I felt mm-hmm. they, they, yeah, commentary definitely wasn't on the live stream. Uh, but there, I like having music. I like when it's not quiet, especially with a goofy match like this. I like, yeah. I like, I like that it had music over it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of sold it more for me. You yeah. know, it made it feel more like a like a like two two kaiju's fighting in like a movie. Yeah, it reminds me of like one of those like I don't remember this, but I had like a game from the GameCube called like Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. It oh gave yeah, me vibes of that. I remember that one. Like it's I just, like, the music one. going with them like bro. Oh, what, mm. I, thank God you remember that because. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so all that aside, uh, let's get actually into the yes the, let's the get wrestling into the part because they do wrestle. They do. Uh, they do. They do end up actually having a wrestling match. Uh, these two. So uh, I have written that they quickly go at it for a bit until yep. Monkey or Beetle hits Monkey with a German, mm-hmm. and then Monkey gets up, but then passes out because of how intoxicated he is, and he's almost the ref almost like deems him unable to continue. They did the thing. He, he administers a sobriety test to him to see if he can even participate. Well, and like, well, as first, he's looking at it. first, first they did the thing to Monkey that we were just talking about with the arm dropping. Oh, <laughs> like, take yeah. his arm up, drop it, pick his arm up, That's drop right. it, did, pick his arm up, drop ground. it, and Monkey like hey, does the thing where he's like, ah, I'm still in this. I'm and then he gets up this. and then they do a sobriety test to him to make sure he can go. The guy's like, who are you fighting? And he just looks at Beetle and just socks him in the face. He's like, all right, he's good. Continue. <laughs> yep. Yep. So they go outside, and the monkey orders his minions to attack Beetle. So Beetle defends himself with a kendo stick and a mini atomic <laughs> bomb, which he nails some dude with. Nails one of them with. So the mini atomic bomb was just a Nerf football. Pretty much, It yeah. was like one of those, like, Nerf, like, Whistler footballs with, like, the tail on it. Mm-hmm. Actually, they used to make. Shit. That, I forgot yeah. about that. Holy shit. It was like those ones you used to get at, like, Toys R Us when Toys R Us still existed. Mm-hmm. I think after this is probably my next favorite part of it. So, like, mm-hmm. Beetle's basically just bravely fighting off all of Monkey's posse with this kendo stick. Yeah. And he gets them, he goes into the crowd, 
and gets them all in one spot. He climbs up a bunch of, like, wooden pallets and then just dives onto Monkey and his posse. Can I just say... Awesome. When... <laughs> it, no, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. I agree with you. But when when... I heard we were watching a kaiju big battle match. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect a spot like that. Neither? I didn't expect someone jumping off pallets onto a group of people in the middle of the crowd. That was sweet. Yeah. No, I I was like, I came in here expecting to see, like, the the blow-up dinosaur fight, like, like the stafe of Marshmallow Man. And instead I watched uh, fucking Captain America and Blue Beetle jump onto a demon monkey in his posse. Yeah, I was ready for, like, the... I I was like you. I was, like, expecting, like, the the blow-up dinosaur costume. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm glad we got what we got because it was it was yeah. uh, it was actually like it was funny, but it was also surprising. It was also kind of surprisingly a solid wrestling match. Yes. So then after this, the two of them go around the ring and they start chucking in like these like I have them written as like these construction barrels, like orange and white construction it's barrels those... that you use to like block off traffic. Yeah, it's like those like really big. It's like a it's like those big safety cones, but like mm-hmm. the ones that don't come, the ones that are like flat on top that cover like water barrels on like the highway. Yes. That's yeah, it. it's like those big ones. So they're chucking them out of the ring, like just slowly filling the ring. And then we get to the point where the two of them are both on the same side of the ring and they're looking for the barrels. And they both look up and realize there's none left and they're just in front of each other. So Monkey's mm-hmm. like, all right, test of strength time. And Beetle's like, all right, sure, I'll go for it. And they get sucker punched. Yikes. <laughs> and then Monkey stacks up a bunch of barrels in the corner and then tries to throw Blue Beetle, in, or I was calling him Blue Beetle, holy shit, Beetle <laughs> into it. But Beetle tries to get out of it and throw a monkey into it, and they, he fails too. But in the end, Beetle does get sent crashing into the barrels. Yes. Oh my god! And then we and have it looks the very, I, it looks very good. I loved this next spot because of how fucking obs- I just love this next spot. Okay. So the crowd is pumping up Beetle because he's now getting up from being collided with all the barrels, and Monkey has now amassed all the barrels on the other side of the corner. And just basically like Donkey Kong, he just starts rolling the barrels of Beetle, who just starts hopping over them. Yep. Just one by one. It's very good. And then on the last barrel, Beetle jumps and Monkey fakes him out and jams the barrel over his head. Mm-hmm. And I just loved how they were like, I'm just going to keep throwing these barrels. It doesn't matter how many. Just hop over them. Fuck it. Yep. I just loved how entertain how just like it was like pure entertainment value. Exactly. It's like, it's still, it's good wrestling, but it's also very just goofy. Mm-hmm. So Beetle has the barrel on his head, and he ascends the top rope. Almost, He tries to fall backwards onto Monkey, but he ro- Monkey rolls out of the way. Monkey then cockily tries to pin Beetle, only for Beetle to counter it with a fucking grapevine ankle lock. Yep, did not, which again, did not, not see that coming. <laughs> and then after Monkey crawls his way to the ropes and gets out of it, he beats up Beetle a bit more until he puts him on the top rope. and go- He goes for a crossbody, but Monkey counters it into a cutter. Which was hot. Which awesome again and then after this so i looked up by the way all of this because i didn't know what the fuck was going on mikey so oh, all the other website. all the other kaiju yeah so, so after this a bunch of other kaijus from the promotion come out to the ring this would be double unicorn dark and tiki rilla who are part of dr cube's posse who demon monkey is also a part of i appreciate you doing the research no, it's, yes it's hell, mon- it's hell monkey the you. minions are the doctor patients or like the assistants that help uh professor cube or Dr. Cube, create the kaiju in his posse, is from what I could tell. Uh, please get it right, it's Hell Monkey. Hell Monkey, my bad. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I appreciate you doing the research and finding out who, who I interfered was in literally looking, one. I'm like, I'm gonna find out who these people, what this fuck, how to, what these names of these are before I figure this out. So they, Honestly, it just made me want to see Dr. Cube now. Yeah, uh, so they all interfere, and instead of just beating up uh, 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 American Beetle, they they pick up American Beetle. Uh, two of Doctor Cube's posse hold American Beetle's arms, and Doctor Cube real, just pulls out like a. a, a it's not like Doctor Cube, but Double Unicorn Dark pulls it out because oh, Tiki okay. Rilla holds Sorry. him hostage, holds yeah. him up. Sorry, uh, Doctor Unicorn Dark. Uh, pulls double out. Unicorn. Double, fuck me. It's a it's a name. It's a it's a tongue twister. Double Unicorn Dark. Yes. Pulls out. A hypnot- like a like a, a spirally hypnotizing thing, and they end up hypnotizing American Beetle. <laughs> and they tell him to just what did they tell him to do? They told him to like do a frog splash off the top rope off, into all onto, the, all, all, onto all the buildings. Yep, onto a bunch of buildings. Yeah, and the crowd starts booing, and they're like, "No, American Beetle, don't fall over their trap!" He frog splashes through it. Frog splashes through all the buildings, uh, and then he gets up, and they make him start running the ropes. 
for some yeah, reason. Monkey goes to pin him, but then stops. He's like, no, I want to humiliate this man more. And then Unicorn says, run the ropes forever. Until Monkey just decides he's done, then he just shoves him mid-run onto the ground. Because he's, he's, only, he's only told to run the ropes, not mm-hmm. to stop himself from being pushed. I like how he was leapfrogging over all the buildings, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Unicorn commands Beetle to freeze, which he does. Mm-hmm. And then... And then God, I'm trying to remember. Yes, Hell Monkey walks over and just pokes Beetle with one finger, and Beetle just falls right to the floor. Monkey the pins him, cube. and then Beetle is forced to leave with Doctor Q's posse still hypnotized. That's how we end this match. Honestly, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> I don't know either, and it wasn't that like I when they all came out, I was like, oh, okay. And then the hypnotism came out, and I was like, it was literally the opposite. Yeah, I was like, I was like the meme of the guy's like, I don't know what I expected, honestly. Exactly, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. It's like, my, this match is like, it goes from like, meeting the expectations of silliness in the beginning with the Mortal Kombat music, and like, mm-hmm. the goofy spots between these two, like where he's drunk and passes out, and they do like the sobriety test. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to like, an actual intense wrestling match. Yeah, with like American Beetle second. like jumping off the pallets, and then like you're like, oh, this is like a real wrestling match. They catch him with like the flying cutter, the ankle lock, and then it just snaps right back into being like, oh no, 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 no. Remember, like, oh. remember what promotion you're watching. I was gonna say it's like the Eminem song, snap back into reality, snap. but it's a big kaiju reality. Yeah, snap back into be like, hey, you're still watching a promotion called Kaiju Big Battle. So here's the funny, ridiculous ending, and it's like, ah, ah, you oh. get, ah, right, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I think you described it best when we briefly discussed this. The best way I can describe this match for me is silly, but it's in silly. a great way. It's in a, yeah, it's it's just fun, you know. It's just a fun match. It's like it's like if you go in, like you go into it, you know what you know what you're gonna. It's like one of those things where it's like you know what you're gonna get, you know. Mm-hmm. You know it's gonna be goofy. You know there's gonna be some jokes. Uh, what I wasn't expecting was all the actual wrestling that happened. Yeah, that was that was a it was a it was a it was oh man, I'm gonna, this is a prequel meme, a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> uh, something something about sand. Anyway, <laughs> I hate sand. It's coarse and grainy and gets everywhere. Thank you. I I know way too many prequel memes. I can go all day with this. Anyway, what are we what are we giving this one? I think I gave this I gave this match a high match for me. I'm with you there. I also gave it a high match. Good it was match. fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was decent. I I I, I now, had a great I had a good time watching it. I may have given this a higher grade, but you have introduced me to so many to such high quality, like entertaining wrestling matches that I, I got to keep it up with that bar. But it's still a high match. It's a great match. Yeah, I I heard about this promotion when we were trying to get tickets to the original, like the first time we were trying to go to uh, the collective. Damn you, uh, COVID! The first time, yeah, that, the the first time we were supposed to go to supposed to go to the collective before the October one, even like the the first one that was supposed to be in Tampa, um, and Kaiju Big Battle was having a small event during WrestleCon, which Ryan wanted to go to for another show, and oh. I was like, hey, if we're at WrestleCon and we're gonna be there anyway, we might Kaiju as well Big hit Battle. up Kaiju Big Battle because it seems fucking hilarious. Uh, and I'm glad we got to watch a match of Kaiju Big Battle on this show. Mm-hmm. Same here. It's a definitely a different world of wrestling, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely not the, what we're used to in terms of in terms of wrestling, but uh, still very fun, nonetheless, I think. Mm-hmm. Agreed, 100%. Anyway, that is all of our matches this week, so that just leaves us with the Double Down. The Double Down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and uh, watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, who went first on the Double Down last week? I want to say it was you. It was me, so why don't you kick us off with the match I gave you to watch? Oh, baby. It's time for Old Reliable Beyond Wrestling. Beyond baby. Wrestling, my favorite, my favorite go-to. <laughs> you gave me Jody Threat versus Atticus Coger. Yeah, Silver right, right, right. Satan. Silver, Silver Teeth Satan himself. Silver Teeth, my bad. Anyway. Either same same difference. Two. So two, I actually looked up uh, some Jody Threat because I wanted to see actually. Uh, I, I I was I had a mild curiosity to see uh, what was going on her Twitter, and I learned while on her Twitter that uh, her trainer is Josh Alexander. Very neat. And uh, I was like, that would explain a lot in this match. Actually, I remember watching uh, a Jody Threat match when we were at the Collective in October when it was in Indiana. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we went. We saw a couple. Of, we saw a couple of Jody Threat matches. Did. I remember she was uh, in the I, intergender matches. Yes, and I bought a a uh, Jody Threat button from her, which I like a lot. And it's just Aww. a skateboard that says Threat. Nice. You're, you're skate, the skate girl? Was from, it the, um, from, from your local skate park. From your local skate park. That's it. I'm literally the announcer. I messed up the intro. <laughs> right. Right. I forgot he messes it up at yep, first. Messed it up. He like messed it up. Threat try. just glares at him and he's like, let me start over. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll get into it. This is a very physical match that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning of this match just does a great job of portraying the tone of this match. Like, Jody bum-rushes and beats the shit out of Koger before throwing him in the, into the opposite corner. And then after a little bit of fighting between the two, Jody lays him out with a lariat, and he just says, Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, fuck! And then, like, when, when he kicks out of it, he, like, retreats to the corner. And I was like, yep, that about sums up the match in its entirety. These two just whip, they beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. I loved how right after this, Koger slammed Jody face-first into the turnbuckle via a flatliner. Yes. Which is a spot, again, which is kind of funny I mentioned it today, that I feel like is either executed extremely well and it looks like the person just ate turnbuckle and is passed out, mm. or it doesn't look that great and it kind of just looks like they just fell face first and put their hands out and now are on the mat a little bit. Yeah. But this one looked fantastic. Like, Coker er, threw her face full force into there. Yes. I think I have the next spot I've written down to that point out that I, that I loved was uh, after Koger grinded down Jody for a bit. Uh, she got some offense in via a jawbreaker, and she tried to jump on him while he was draped over the middle ropes, but he dodged it and dangled her halfway into the middle of the ring on the middle rope, and then destroyed her with a springboard moonsault. Which was very cool. Looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing I really liked was uh, Jody's falcon arrow into the double knee to the back into a German suplex. Yes, yeah, a very looked- big burst, burst of momentum for Jody there. Mm-hmm. It's very well executed, very well, and had fantastic impact and speed to it as well that... I was very impressed with, pretty much, yes. I, obviously. I'm noting it. Next thing I noted was the Spike DDT by Koger, which looked brutal thanks to just how abrupt it was and how Jody just got planted, or spiked into the crown of her head into the mat and just mm-hmm. went out. I yep. loved the spot where Koger took, got his skewers taken by the ref. <laughs> the ref was like, no, the ref not was, today. Not kidding. The I ref refuse. on him. And I loved how it made sense because you could hear Koger in here say how... He should, like, he, they've been through this before. I get the skewers and I ram it into their head. And it yep. makes sense. It suddenly occurred to me why the ref was so adamant about being on his ass and not on Jody. It's because he's seen Koger bend the rules like this before and do shit like this. Exactly. Which I loved. He knows, he knew Koger was trying to be sneaky. He knew he would try to do this shit. This mm-hmm. is his signature move, basically. It, I mean, it is now after he beat uh, Misawa. At the, at, uh, yeah, uh, the, Masada at, uh, he, yeah, he beat Masada at Spring Break. It was Spring Break, that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I also love the Spear and F5 Jody did after this as well. Another great looking move between these two. Yes, there was a, you know what I just realized? There was a lot of Spears this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> not this weekend, this weekend, this, in this episode. Mm. Uh, I, I, I have, what you're putting down. I, the match you gave me ended with a pretty big one we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the finish. I like the finish of this match too, because it's very much like it very much fit the match's tone. Like I said, Jody powerbomb Koger into a pin, and when he kicked out, she hit him with a torture rack bomb for the win. And it was pretty fitting because of how like it was just such a abrupt, just physical ending, which fit this match very well. Mm-hmm. Thought the wrestling of this match was well executed. I of course loved how physical these two are willing to get with each other. Like it yes. gave me this feeling that like these two really had a lot of history with each other and just did not like each other in the slice and we're just there to beat the snot out of each other basically yeah it was honestly uh, awesome i give this match a high meh but i would love to see these two go for longer because if they did it would probably be a mark out for me i agree like if she's if they're willing to do it like put these two in a death match let me see that please uh yeah i don't know i don't know man i i don't know i don't know if they're even having a death match like a no dq or like an i quit match i would love to see a match between these two like yeah, that. I like this one a lot. Uh, I, I think I also gave it a high meh, uh, mm-hmm. and I also would like to see them go again at uh, some someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the match you gave me last week to watch was Vipress versus Ruby Rays from Rogue Wrestling. Ah, yes, the match that I got high on as I was reading it, and I gave it a high meh, if yep. I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let me know what you thought. So this match is pretty solid. Uh mm-hmm. 
like Ray, like Vipress in the beginning was showing off being annoying, of course, and then Ray's just grabs her by the hair and is like, "No, no, no, <laughs> we're fighting now." Uh, uh, Vipress also kind of was was not having any shit because uh, Ruby tried to like pull her by the hair and. Vipers was like, nah, and the two started like slugging it out a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Vipers actually had the upper hand in the beginning of this match, mm-hmm. uh, but then at one point she tries to hit a roll up, and Ray's is like, no, 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 you're not no. doing that today. Uh, yeah, she says, no, 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 you're not doing that today. Uh, then Vipers tries to like lock in like a headlock, mm-hmm. and Ray's just like picks her up and runs her into the corner. Yeah, and while they're in the corner, uh, Ray's like takes. Vipress by the hands and like picks her up on the top rope and mm-hmm. just flings her over her head. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, she like put her into the mat. Yeah, and after that, Ray's basically takes control for uh, the rest of the match. Like, there's some yeah. spots where Vipress gets in a little bit of offense, but really, it's mostly it's it's all Ruby Ray's. This one, there's that one point where Vipress goes for the crossbody. Ray's catches the crossbody. Tosses her feet onto the top rope and then hits the the neck breaker, uh, mm. brain buster kind of thing. Oh yeah, that move. the spinning brain buster, which was uh super sick. Yeah, it was. Uh yeah that that was awesome. Uh, after that, where Vipress is like kicking Ray's, and Ray's just catches the foot and just power bombs the shit out of uh mm. Vipress. Oh. Uh, and then Vipress stands up and. Ruby Rays hits one of the most insane spears I have ever seen. Oh it my looked God. like Vipress got hit by a truck. Got cut into Vipress like gone. Vipress was dead. Like Ruby Rays just abs it look not even a tr- it looked like she got hit by a train. Like mm-hmm. boom. Like oh. absolutely ripped her in half. Uh that gets the one, two, three, and Ruby Rays ends up winning this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that spear was nutty. Uh, this, yeah. this match was, this match was shorter than I expected. Uh, but I did, I did like it a lot. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I'm, I think I'm with you on the high mat. I don't think it crossed that mark out threshold for me, but these two definitely put on a solid wrestling match. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I know, if, I do remember that Viper sold her ass off for a lot of races offense. Yeah, yeah, Vipress was selling uh very very well. And uh Ray's also when when Vipress did get offense in, Ray's also sold it very well. Yes. Uh so the, these two were definitely not like trying to go into business for themselves or anything. Yeah. Uh they they both sold each other very well. They did a it was a very solid uh very solid wrestling match between these two and I enjoyed it a lot. So I I thank thank you for recommending me this one. It was it was no pretty problem. neat. No at all. I give it the high meh. Nice. Uh, well, uh, that does it for all. We got through all of our matches. We got through the double down, so that just leaves the plugs. Uh, so thank thank you all for listening to another episode of this show. Stay subscribed. Go give us that five-star rating over on iTunes. Uh, let us know how we're doing over there. If you uh, leave a five-star rating with a comment, we'll uh, shout you out on the show. <laughs> Because the only way we know who you are if you leave a five-star rating is if you leave a comment. So if you do that, we will absolutely shout you out on the show. Let us know what you think. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. And if you have any match recommendations, also hit us up on the Twitter. Hit us up on the Twitter at CountoutPod where we share our thoughts on the world on the world of wrestling and the world in general. And we just generally like to hang out with our That's where we like to talk to our fans, interact with everybody. So if you have any match recs, send it over there at CountoutPod. We will shout you out on the show as well if you uh, give us a match to watch. And go check out all the other shows here on the Count Out Network, such as Hit the Books every Friday, where me and Ryan Knightsey book our own version of uh, Friday Night SmackDown and Monday Night Raw every single week. Uh, and we built, we're built right now. We're building up to WrestleMania Backlash, so go check that out. Uh, we got a big pay per view coming up. We're very excited about. And go check out the other shows like uh, like uh, Your Dose of Death every Tuesday, and How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling every Thursday, and of course G One and Only every other Monday. Uh, so thank you all for for uh, following and subscribing to the Countout Network. We appreciate every every single one of you. Uh, and if you want to know anything else about this podcast network in general, go check out the site countoutpod.com. One one more thing to plug. This is more of a personal one for me, but go check out twitch.tv slash sigiled scryfish. Uh, S-I-G-I-L-E-D-S-C-R-Y-F-I-S-H. Uh, over on Twitch, I have been streaming Pokemon Snap. If you're into that, uh, go check that out as well. 
Uh, Zach, got anything to plug? Oh, no. I didn't think so. Uh, but before we let you go, before I have one last thing to say about this show, we're going to give you a little bit of sneak preview of next week uh, for what you can get excited about. Uh, we got our matches picked for then. Zach, you want to tell us what you're bringing to the table next week? Yes. I am bringing to the table from Warriors of Wrestling, Nikki Adams versus Jared Evans, who we've reviewed on several times for various events from Effie's Big Gay Block, Brunch, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of, we talked about him. I'm going to be also giving us a match of John Silver and his friend Alex Reynolds hey. going against Mike Verna and the Big O at NYWC. And what about you, Mikey? What you bringing? I will be bringing to the table. Uh, I got Candice LeRae taking on Joey Janela from AIW, Absolute Intense Wrestling. Uh, that is a fun match that I'm very excited for because I love Candice LeRae's intergender stuff. Uh, and I and I like Joey Janela a lot. I, I liked what he's been putting out. Uh, he I like what he's been doing with GCW recently. Uh, I like I liked I, you know I'm a big fan of Janela. He's from he's from our home he's from our hometown. So how could I not mm-hmm. love him? Uh, from AIW, so I'm excited to get into that one. And we got Rocky Radley versus Queen Aminata from Shimmer, and I'm very, very excited for that one. Should be good. Mm-hmm. And we we uh, we will leave the last match that we are both bringing as a big surprise for you guys, so come check it out. If you want to know the match where we are both checking out, you're going to have to listen to the episode, uh, so catch that when it comes out next week. And now... That leaves me with one last thing to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Count Out Podcast.